Welcome back to the latest episode of the Catching Up Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Kaysen. I am founder here of Find Me in Seattle, where I tell stories about the people and businesses here in my city. Every week, my co-host is Nick Hughes. Nick Hughes is currently in Portland, Oregon. He runs a company called Founders Live, and he builds and shares communities of startup founders and entrepreneurs all over the world. You can check him out at founderslive.com. And this week, Nick has pretty much become a professional at working remotely. So we're talking about tips and tricks uh, around finding Wi-Fi, finding reliable places to work. When you work remotely, I need these tips a lot because I am gonna be in Bangkok, Thailand for the entire month of March. And then at the end, we're talking about the new Moto Razor. It's a foldable phone, but it's got a full screen uh, and some of the reviews and unboxings just came out. So we're talking about those phones. a little bit of nostalgia for any of us out there who used to own one of the old Moto Razors. Well, thank you for joining the show. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, Nick, what's going on? Happy Friday. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. It's a nice Friday. I'm sitting in Portland looking out the window and it's actually like kind of nice out today. Yeah. So how's Portland been treating you? It's been great. It's been really fun. Nice to be down here. I was telling someone the other day, I was like, man, it's so crazy since I've been so far around the world. Like even now being in Portland kind of feels like home. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, you know, it's a couple hours from Seattle and it, because I've been here a number of times, like it feels very comfortable. Uh, So yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I assume compared to some of those other cities that you've traveled to recently, uh, it's probably probably nice to just have a lot of consistency with communication, being able to pay for things, yeah. um, kind of all of those things that we take for granted every day. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. And uh, we had the Portland event a couple of days ago and just packed the house. Uh, it was really, really a great night and fun to be there. And there's just a lot of energy coming coming down the line here in Portland. Any Any highlights of the companies you saw? So actually, that event? Uh, they were all like really, really great. Uh, the winner is building out. They're called. Um, they're called. Uh, what is it? Um, Guardian. Uh, it's like um, Instant Guardian, I think that they're calling it. And they're basically creating some new uh, de- technology and platforms to be able to, uh, you know, and I'm not great at this pitch, but um, to really help solve the drunk driving issue and allowing for people to more easily be able to identify like what BAC level they have. And in reality, so they would be like a middleware platform for like the breathalyzers and things that are, there's a lot of things. I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen it at certain bars in Seattle that they're basically this handheld device that essentially is a a BAC level um, tester so that people can, you can know like if you are uh, at the level of intoxication and so they're playing in that space providing some new technology and data that will help just bring this to market and you know so it was a great just the pitch was good they wrapped a story through it and um, obviously that's a it's one that's probably going to win at a founder's live yeah and so you you make a good point it is kind of surprising that there aren't more breathalyzers like readily available Um, and, and I could see the other side where people are like, that creates this like towing the line where maybe 
people who are against it are like, if you have a drink, maybe you shouldn't drive. And it's not this thing that like, it's, it's not a game to be played with. Right. But I can imagine that it's going to prevent more driving than create more drivers. Right. People like if they blow a 0.07, like, all right, I can drive. Um, I don't think that's going to happen as much um as normal and i would assume that a lot of people don't even know what 0.08 is no i i don't i don't know what it is and so i don't know what that feels like or what my limit is and so my yeah just is an educational thing i'm kind of surprised there's got to be a reason why bars haven't invested in it because if a bar overserves somebody and that person gets in an accident they can be held liable for um, not cutting that person off. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, you would think it would be helpful to them as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yet the other side of it is like, um, the other side of it is they, it does affect, affect their, you know, sales and profitability. And, you know, obviously that's not the right way to think about it, but that's something that's there as well. But, um, yeah, the, the company is, I, I, I can't, I'm not finding the, um, the URL, but, uh, guardian is really their, their, you know, real brand name. And, uh, just, I, I just think it's, it's, it's in a good direction. I mean, we, we need this and it's obviously a, one of the biggest, uh, killers of people in, in our world today. And it's just, uh, something that I think there needs to be more technology around knowing the levels of things in your body, uh, so that you can just, you know, make the right decisions. Yep. And so kind of shifting gears a little bit, our, our focus topic of the week is talking about working remotely. Um, and then later in the show, we'll bring up the cell phone because uh, I think the remote working has got a little bit more application to the people listening. And so, Nick, you've been traveling the world for over a year now. You pretty much have not been working. You know, you haven't had an office in even longer than that. So let's talk about some of the things that you've been doing to be efficient and manage your time and organize your work schedule while working remotely. Yeah. And I also, I, I throw this question out because you're also going to make, you're making a life change uh, right pretty soon. And, you know, you're going to be doing this as well. So I, I want to get your take on it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 15 months in, so I, I do have some experience in this area. And, you know, I think first and foremost, it, it's really just, you have to be very, very, very uh, diligent on your calendar. And so what I actually do is it's on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday. And, you know, I try not, I try not to work too much, but on the weekends, but I do, I do isolate at least one, if not two of the days, but at least one of the days I'm going to do like a coffee morning work. So I'm going to work for two or three hours um, in the morning. And what, what I do on those days Saturday or Sunday as I set my schedule for the next week and I kind of do this like I use an application online as well as my my calendar on my phone and I'm really just like dialing in and and I want to end the weekend with a good satisfaction of okay I know it's coming up this week and I've like I've like uh, dialed in my calendar and removed some things and structured some things so I'm I'm making sure that I know what I'm doing over the course of the week and what meetings I have and when and where um, and, and so like, just di- like really being on top of your calendar 
is, is very important because you're going to be bouncing around. And so I have my calendar actually buzz me. Like, so whenever I do a calendar event and it'll be like focused on some specific area of the business, I just have it buzz me at the time. Right. So it'll just buzz me and it's like, okay, time to work on this. Or of course I've got a call or a meeting and you're just very dialed in on, on what you're going to be doing on a daily basis for the next seven days. And, um, that's like big for me just cause I might be in different neighborhoods. And so then you're like looking for, you, you kind of have to have the idea of like, okay, I'm going to swing into that coffee shop for like two hours and I'm going to go like, and actually like, so yesterday, like I went and I actually just kind of went to this like kind of cool little, um, restaurant bar and just camped out for like probably an hour and a half to two hours and just worked and had lunch. Right. So you're like finding places where you can like have lunch. It's kind of a calm place and you can work for two hours in between maybe a couple meetings or whatnot. Um, that, that is, you know, those sort of things just stay on top of your calendar, be use Google maps really quickly to like, go find like a coffee shop that you can swing into for an hour or two. And, um, and just, you know, making sure that you are, you're knowing what your capacity is on that day, uh, to get the things done that you need to get done. Yeah. What about finding reliable Wi-Fi? Mm. That's, you know, honestly, it's interesting. Um, it's hasn't look in 2019, 2020, it's not necessarily the biggest issue anymore. Uh, most, most places offer a Wi-Fi. Most places, if it's like a coffee shop, there's, there's Wi-Fi with like a password and you just got to go ask to find out the password. Um, I, I can tell you that I use, uh, the, um, I use the my phone um, kind of open hot or my hotspot on my phone quite a bit, but what the variable there is like, uh, there's a lot of times where it's just like not the best, you know, um, data speed, and and so that kind of sucks. But um, the majority of the time, dude, like you find you find Wi-Fi around um, most any, and you know, I, I like to go into I like to go into Starbucks because it's very predictable, and yes. and so um, you know. St- I don't go to Starbucks because I just desire their coffee, which is fine. I think their coffee is fine. I go to Starbucks because, man, no matter what city you're in, even internationally, you know what you're getting. And that is huge. Yeah, the consistency with that around the world is real important, especially when it comes to uh, beyond the product and the service. Yeah, having knowing you're going to have a clean place that is well-kept, the Wi-Fi is going to be reliable. People are going to be friendly there. Uh, I assume, yeah. So I'm going to Thailand in here in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be there for a month. And, of course, while I'm there, I'm not taking the entire month off, even though I wish I was. Um, and so I don't really have a plan. I'm staying in a two-bedroom apartment that says it has reliable Wi-Fi. So I'm expecting that that won't be such a big deal. And my – uh fiance also has access through her company uh, to go work in their offices as well. So maybe we'll take advantage of that as well. And uh, the time difference is going to be a struggle for me. Thankfully uh, I've kind of all of my retainer clients, I've communicated that I'm going to be there. You know, I'm not really going to be available uh, for calls. They're going to have to set that up independently if they need me. But because a lot of my job is creating content and social media, I've been spending this month uh, pretty much working double time to create all next month's 
content. Now I don't have it all scheduled because I know I'll have time when I'm there to do that. But um, like for one of these businesses, I do like a featured in their neighborhood that their business is in. And so I've had to go around and like capture those four stories for when I'm gone. So I have them while I'm there. Um, and there's a few other things that is each week got to be on top of. Um, but thankfully I've worked it out that I, I, I've got a nice enough job that I can't work remotely in some other city full time because my clients are so much about the vicinity that they live and work in. And so all my clients being here in Seattle and my brand being find me in Seattle, leaving long terms not an option. Uh, but I am kind of working on some stuff just as an experiment for future growth. I'm kind of doing a find me in Bangkok concept while I'm there uh, just as a experiment. So maybe in a couple of years if uh, I plan to branch out or launch new cities or even move away, yeah. I can kind of understand how that goes. And so I am lucky, but I'm, I'm relatively inexperienced. Uh, but thankfully, a lot of my work is posting on social media. Um, and then, you know, I've done like this week, I did a class on YouTube, and that was in person. And I could do that remotely. I can't imagine my attendance would be very high from the clients that I do that for if I did as a webinar, right? Because there's just as much information if they want to Google it, they kind of pay me because of the in person time. Um, and that's, that's an interesting aspect of my business that I'll have to figure out. Uh, you know, it's not very scalable, but me being there in person is really what they're paying for. And, um, yeah, I, I think the Wi-Fi is kind of the big thing and Starbucks really is a lifesaver when it comes to that. But I know, uh, we've talked about the story before because I work out of so many coffee shops here in the city and almost every single day I spend a two hour session in a different coffee shop. And I like what you said, because I'm the same way. I think you're a little bit more diligent, but I live by my calendar. My calendar is so important to me. And yeah, on Sunday night, pretty much the night before every day, I, and this is more so because I'm really bad at waking up um, and I'll forget things in the morning. I look at my calendar for the next day. I kind of plan out my route. How am I getting there? Do I, am I riding the bus? Um, am I taking a car? Am I riding Uber? How am I getting to every spot? Uh, where are the coffee shops nearby? And thankfully here in Seattle, we've got like a million of them. So there's lots of different options other than just Starbucks and packing up all my stuff. So I am prepared for the following day. Uh, so I can just wake up, grab my bag and get out the door. Cause usually for the first like 30 minutes, I'm completely brain dead. And so I've learned that I got to be very prepared and diligent the night before so I know I can kind of just like coast through, not have to make any important decisions in the first hour of the day and, uh, and then get to my destination and get to work. Yeah. And the last thing I would just say for you is, um, you know, just, just know what the month is and it's, you know, it's a good time for you to, you know, you're, you're going for your wedding and it's going to be a great time. And, and then just like, know what you can accomplish and know what is unreasonable. And, and so you, it sounds like you have your things that you can work on and the, you know, the content that you can have to uh, work on, but you know, you're probably not going to do it. There's not a lot of business development is going to happen. No, and, not at and, all. And, and that's okay. And, and so like, just know, you know, this is a time that you can do more internal stuff, like maybe do some strategy work and really think about like, 
okay, what do I want? Like, how do I want to take this to the next level or what, what's next over the course of the next six months, a year. And, and you can do a lot of value creation internally in terms of strategy and, and things that don't require external like meetings or customers or clients. Um, use your time wisely, but know, know what this month is going to be for you. And just then now you have a good expectation. So how have you dealt with the external pressures of going to these cities and being like, I want to go explore. I want to go like have these experiences, but also like, Oh, I'm supposed to put in my eight hours today of work. (laughs) You know, I think, man, you know, month 15 now, like I, I think I have, I'm just so much more like in flow and just surfing a wave now that, and I realize, like, dude, my life is just going to be like this for a while. Like in, in that's a very good thing. I mean, I, I just, I know that there's a ton of amazing experiences ahead of me. And so I don't have FOMO. I don't have like, I, I think I start, I had that a little bit in the first kind of three to six months. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, and we were like driving around, like, you know, touring like the Southwest and I was seeing all this stuff and it was just new. So I was like FOMO of like wanting to like, capture everything and see all these like crazy cool places and in reality dude I'm, I'm gonna be on the road for a long time and i think this is just like i'm i'm just now now more accepting that i'm in in motion and just present and so um, yeah so you know I, I felt like when i left buenos aires when i left argentina i didn't see a lot of what i wanted to but I'm, i'll be back there at some point in time um you know uh you just appreciate what you do see and who you hang out with and just be happy for that. And now I'm like, I just feel like I'm in a better place than, oh my gosh, like I didn't do the top 10, you know, tours things in Portland or in, you know, in um, Toronto or whatever. It's like, just find cool spots, like create some great memories, but then appreciate that, you know? So that's, that's kind of what I'm doing and not allowing any sort of pressure or stress get to me. Yeah. That's a good perspective of like not worrying about if you didn't accomplish all the things that you wanted or needed to see. And with you, you're kind of lucky because you're establishing such strong networks through Founders Live in all of these cities that they are going to present other opportunities for you to go because you kind of always at least have a reason because you can attend one of your company events. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. And um, so, um, great. Yeah. Those are great tips. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I hope yeah, you... Uh, I'm glad, I'm you, glad you brought them. that up because I, I need to start thinking about that with uh, the trip coming up in two and a half weeks away which is just awesome. crazy yeah, uh, and so the one other thing i want to talk about this this week was uh i or i don't think it's me but there's been this obsession uh in the social community community and the in the gadget community with flip phones because flip phones are kind of having like their moment right now that people are really interested in them and a little while back i think samsung came out with their first like foldable phone and it was a big flop because they had all of these different issues and they had all these influencers cover the phones. And after a couple of days, uh, they didn't, the, the products were not ready. But one of my favorite YouTubers uh, was the link that I shared with Nick. His name is Marquis Brownlee. I think he's kind of like the go-to gadget guy on YouTube, um, right? He's got 10 million subscribers. And he gets sent every cool unique tech product that that is invented now and he just got the moto razor and nick did you have a razor i i didn't man you didn't have a razor no i i I was like i guarantee he had a razor (laughs) i didn't what what were some of the phones that you remember you had 
Um, I had, well, man, I one of my first cell phones was like Nokia, that like kind of little brick, brick, or, the, yeah. or like that that little one. It was small, but it was still like that kind of like um, it was it was like the first one that you're like, oh, it's got like a screen. It has like a little yeah. like it was the black and it was like the black and gray screen or whatever. Um, and then I had I did have a Motorola Flip, but it wasn't the it wasn't the Razer. Uh, I don't know why I just didn't get a Razer. Um, and this is kind of fa- falls into the answer that I'll give ultimately for this. Um, but I then had like a, a BlackBerry um, kind of like with all the buttons, like the whole big button screen, you know, like it was like the 50 or so laid out buttons. Um, and then let's see. And then I got an iPhone probably the, I think I got an iPhone two or three years into it. So I would say I was fairly early. Um, I wasn't the first adopter because I felt like initially I was like, dude, that's just mass expensive. Um, and then I got an iPhone pretty quickly and I've been an iPhone ever since. And I, 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 I like Apple. Um, I have Apple everything. Uh, I'm not a fanboy, but I'm just definitely like of everything out there. Apple makes great products and I'm in their ecosystem. So there you go. Um, so my final answer for this, um, actually, so no, I, I will not get this phone. But number two is, man, like, into, like I'm not holding it, but checking it out. But like the fact that the screen, it, the thing folds and yet there's no division in the screen. And, and it's a, the screen, when you're looking at the phone, we're talking about this new Moto Razor is full screen clean it looks like an iphone or like a android or whatever and yet you fold it and so it folds and it doesn't affect the screen at all which i think is actually fascinating so uh what are your thoughts on this whole thing i feel the same way i think just the foldable screens is like it's just the future right it, it just looks so cool and it's amazing because i'm looking at my iphone right now and it just feels impossible to fold yeah. right and mostly just because there's so much glass involved with it but you just think about the screen and it it like doesn't make sense in my brain that it could fold so this motorola razor like is very intriguing yes and i think it, it looks kind of cool i had a razor i remember i was a senior in high school and my ex-girlfriend in high school what we did is the the back panel would pop out where the battery placement would go. And I had the gray one and she had the pink razor and we like flipped, we switched those uh, back panels. So I had the pink back panel and she had the gray one. And I was just like, right. Silly high school thing. Um, But I still have that razor and it still has the pink. I never, we never switched it back, Um, which is funny. Yeah. So I still have that phone. I feel like it's like a keepsake because it was like one of those, like it was one of those first pieces of technology that I ever got. That was like, whoa, like this is unbelievable in the future. Now I look at it now compared to this giant iPhone I've got. It's so <laughs> different. Uh, but what what blows my mind, this razor is the retail price is fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. right? Sixty-two dollars a month if you're on the twenty-four month payment payment plan through Verizon. And I'm that's where they got me. I'm just like, ooh, I don't think it's good enough to right. If it was cheaper than the iPhone then maybe I could be convinced, but I just don't think it's going to be as good. And and I'm not in the Android ecosystem for the same reasons you are just the, the Apple ecosystem 
it's so great and so consistent. And because I got an Apple laptop, I mean, I use AirDrop every single day. Um, AirDrop is probably the most important piece of software that I own as far as interacting every day because I'm is that just as content just because you're dropping yeah because I'm yeah I'm creating content every day and it's so easy whether I'm ed- if I want to put it on Instagram I edit it on my computer I can just drop it right into my phone or if I take a picture and I need to go edit it I can just drop it right into my computer and go back and forth so easily nice and so that uh concludes yeah, so Moto Razor doesn't sound like any of us are getting it, but if you guys want to check out what it looks like, uh, go check out Marquis Brownlee's video and his unboxing um, and his thoughts. He's he's a pretty much, I think, one of the best guys at doing those kind of review videos with gadgets. And uh, that concludes the latest episode of the show. What do you got going on this weekend, Nick? I got some friends in town. Going to hang out tonight and tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, it's just you know, kind of gearing up for uh, another week. Actually, you know, next week is going to be busy, but, um, you know, no events. But then I, I, I come back into Seattle. I get back or I swing through Seattle on the 25th, but that's still in a little while. But, um, yeah, just uh, enjoying Portland and keeping moving on. Keep moving on. Awesome. Yeah. I'm just cooking dinner tonight for Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm filming a video tomorrow. I'm doing a tea tasting, which I haven't been drinking tea. I used to be really into tea. I've got all these Chinese tea sets, and I've been off my tea game. Uh, so I'm excited to meet with these uh, tea people and shoot a little video with them, and kind of maybe that will reinvigorate uh, my my love for tea and, and drinking tea and serving awesome. it. Uh, so excellent. Well, Nick, looking forward to talking to you next week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend in Portland, and uh, enjoy all your right. Valentine's Day to everyone else Peace. out there.